Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. On this episode, we start with strengthening my recovery. This is the January 12th reading, Trait 1. We became isolated and afraid of people and authority figures. Big Red Book, page 10. So many of us shut down and hide because of our fear of people and authority figures. Most of this fear stems from the way we were treated when we were young. Understandably, what we learned as children carries over into most everything we do today. Fear of our partner or boss, fear of success or failure, fear of conflict, the list can seem endless. Our childhood authority figures our parents were often physically, verbally, or emotionally abusive. One thing many of us thought we learned for sure, if anything went wrong, it was our fault. While working the ACA steps with a sponsor, we gradually and bravely uncovered the traumatic moments from our childhood that made such lasting expressions. No wonder we were scared. No wonder we held our breath and squeezed our muscles tight. Knowing what happened is what leads to change. One follows the other for a reason. All of our work bears fruit. At some point, the clouds open up and the sun shines through. We get it. We don't have to live in fear anymore. Freedom feels terrific. Thank you, higher power. On this day, I acknowledge the fears I've carried for most of my life, and I remind myself that I'm now safe. I take deep breaths and feel gratitude for the people in my life who are kind and loving. Uh, what an important reading, and um, wow, it just reminds me that uh, you know when you truly grow up in a dysfunctional family, that clouds the way that you look at the world and the way you look at people and authority figures and then that so many of us shut down and hide um, is a interesting one because I think sometimes not doing a task right away uh, you know w- when given it can also be a form of hiding you know and I remember having this conversation with someone uh, at the gym and uh, she she was a teacher, so like understood more about child development than I did. And she really didn't believe that there was such a thing as procrastination. It was just fear. Because a lot of times um, you procrastinate on, there are certain things that you procrastinate on that always gets done somehow. So how can that be, you know, not being lazy or not having ability? It, it might be just at the end, you just, you have no choice but to get it done. So... You know, there's a plenty that I can kind of read from this that really um, hit home. But the shut down and hide, you know, understandably what we learned as children carries over into most everything we do today. Well, no, it's not understandable. That's not the message that I you get in society. It's definitely not something you get in a self-help crowd, even some of the recovery rooms, to be honest. So and, uh, you know, when you have verbal and emotional it's funny. I was listening to George Carlin. He was just talking about the watered down version of phrases, and PTSD has such a like a formal like you know. I think they used to call it battle fatigue, but the first word they called it was shell shocked. And I think the first time as a kid you become shell shocked. And I think realizing that this was not my fault, and that you know, from what I've learned is I'm enough. I always will be enough. And to treat people as people to be communicated with, not feared, and to treat new circumstances as something to come up with wonder and not fear. The other point about it is 
you can be afraid of anything once you're on this type of path. So, you know, the key, I think, for me is to acknowledge what I'm feeling and also realize that this is not based on any reality. You know, whatever I'm going through today has nothing to do with what happened, you know, 30 years ago. But it can often feel like that. So very powerful reading. The second reading, probably just get through two today. Um, definitely going to have a couple where I'm going to have to, uh, quote unquote, get um, make a bigger dent. But uh, this one is on finding balance. The goal of recovery is balance, that precious middle ground. Wow. Um, it's just it's just such a cool thing to be accountable for this podcast because sometimes I do forget what the goal of recovery is, especially... Um, you know, in codependent behaviors, you can get caught up into other people's, um, you know, their goals. Many of us have gone from one extreme to another, years of taking care of everyone but ourselves, followed by a time of refusing to focus on anyone's needs but our own. We may have spent years as refusing to identify, feel, and deal with our feelings, followed by a period of absolute obsession with every trace of emotional energy that passes through our body. We may succumb to powerlessness helplessness and victimization then we sink to the other extreme by aggressively wielding power of those around us we can learn to give her to others while taking responsibility for ourselves we can learn to take care of our feelings as well as our physical mental and spiritual needs we can nurture the quiet confidence of owning our power as equals in our relationships with others the goal of recovery is balance but sometimes we get there by going to extremes today i will be gentle with myself, understand that sometimes to reach the middle ground of balance, I need to explore the peaks and valleys. Sometimes the only way I can extricate myself from a valley is to jump high enough to land on a peak and then slowly ease myself down. I am so uh, grateful for this type of literature because for years I thought, you know, I think I interviewed David Hanscom on a podcast of mine and uh, he talked about uh, the concept of an epiphany addict. And I think an epiphany addict is trying to find the one thing that will solve everything, that will take care of all the problems, the magic career, the magic city, you know, the magic uh, uh, woman, the relationship. And here it is, pretty clear. The goal of recovery is balance. You know, the opposite of crazy is still crazy. And, um, you know, these readings and the work and... and Spiritual work shows that there is not only a different way, but a much better way that serves myself and others. And that concludes this episode of Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kowan Saluja reminding myself to feel my feelings, to pause because that's where God is, and to love myself. Thank mm-hmm. you.